0: So that was the lesson Nazare told me. Hey, here you go. My name is Nazare. I'm the most powerful wave on the planet. And you respect me. And I'm not killing you today.
1: All right, guys. Welcome back to A Classic. I'm your host, Jack Acrop. And today we've got a special guest, Mr. Antonio Silva. Antonio is a big wave charger from Portugal. And uh, we're going to talk about some some, uh, some interesting waves today. Uh, as we know, there's some, some pretty heavy waves in Portugal, uh, the cave, Nazare, some others as well. And let's get right into it. So, Antonio, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate you being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, super
0: stoked to chat with you. as I chat a lot of times and it's now we're recording. We're creating content. Creating content, man. We're we content creating content so, right. creating. You're right. Yeah, making the world a better place.
1: Exactly. One one podcast at a time. One at a time. One <laughs> life at a time. <laughs> so what, what what was it like growing up in Portugal, man? And and how did that kind of you know shape the way that you look at surfing and kind of you know made you look at the world mm-hmm. of surfing?
0: It's, a, it's, a, it's quite a blast, man. You know the quality. You got you got in love with this. Uh, quality of waves as well, you know, the potential, and it's amazing to have such a world-class waves in such a short area like Portugal, because it's small, right, and um, yeah, it has been awesome, uh, yeah, been great to spend a lot of time in the ocean and chasing all those waves and exploring, and
1: yeah, Being sick, actually. That's awesome, man, when did, when did you start surfing? Did you grow up as a young kid surfing, or... No, I, no,
0: I, yeah, I'm from the city, from Lisbon, so, I, but I start surfing at like eight, nine, summertime, and then compete, blah, 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 national champion, blah, 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 a few QSs, and then big wave surfing, that was it, that was on, on the blood, and that's it, it's been the best part of surfing, it's on, the when it's, uh, you know, the conditions are adrenaline on, on the blood, you know, that feeling,
1: It. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So you kind of started out with with doing the contests like around around the local town, and then into yeah the
0: and then into the national, then Europe, and blah blah blah.
1: Was there was there a point that you decided that you'd rather just start surfing bigger waves, or was it how, how how was that progression? Big wave surfing wasn't at the time very big or
0: anything like it in Portugal, so it wasn't. So I made a few trips to Hawaii, start surfing big waves there, Waimea, and blah, blah, blah. um, Yeah. And then it went from there. And then the Nazare. And then, yeah. then I was getting sponsored to just surf, free surf. That was awesome. That was a good time. And then the big wave surf came. The Nazare effect came, and it was awesome experience that's
1: cool so even so even though there are these these big waves in portugal you didn't really get into big wave surfing originally in portugal you started off you went to hawaii first to kind of build that passion so yeah cool. i build that yeah i started yeah
0: more outside and then because it wasn't skis or anything around so big wave surfing was just didn't actually was anything here and after the
1: skis came and a lot of things and
0: yeah.
1: That's awesome, man. Was there was there a session when you went to Hawaii that made you love big waves? Was there one session that you can remember back to where it was like, wow, this is what I wanna do. I wanna surf surf big waves.
0: Yeah, I guess one time uh Yeah, one session that was big while my I closing the bay? I turned into a close up. Air air time and uh I woke up on the beach, and that was it. I was like, "Oh fuck, that was awesome! I made it." So that was the that was the
1: first, yeah.
0: So first problem. You got, you, you got a way.
1: you got a big you got a big closeout, and then you woke up on the beach.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't even no. I didn't even. I just remember I made all that shit underwater. Yeah. And when I come up, I was on the beach on the shore break, I was like, oh, fuck, that was long." Yeah. Wow. And but I was sick as well. I was like, "Oh fuck, I survived." You know that feeling. It's like, oh fuck, I like this, you know? Yeah, yeah, I can
1: do this. It's amazing, yeah. Like that feeling of just being grateful to be alive and being on the beach. Like, wow, that fuck was fun. Yeah. Let's let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> go straight, inflate. Go well, but then, pro- but then, probably no inflate. There was no straight inflate. Just no. go straight.
0: No, I didn't even went straight. I went, I went on the air. I just <laughs> I just dive. I didn't even touch the board. I broke the board and had to pay it. I had to pay eight hundred dollars. Cost me that shit, but
1: it was worth it because it made the fat. You know. So, so just no good. So just flying. So you got you got stuck in the stuck in the lip and just flying. Yeah, I him. turned too. Bam. I, yeah, I turned too late, and the rest is history. Yeah. Well, it's all good. You're still here, man. Oh, that was just the beginning. <laughs> that was just the beginning well at least it, it didn't it didn't deter you and it didn't it didn't scare you away it just made you more passionate about it so there's some there's some big waves in Portugal yeah I mean I've, I've been over there a few times you know you've got the cave you got Nazare.
0: I mean I surfed bef- like on that time I told you I did I surfed like Madeira uh, and I surfed a few bigger waves but I mean what's big waves anyways like because when you have Nazare, know, you know, it's like, what's a big wave?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Absolutely, man. When uh, when was the first time... So, I just want to kind of get into Nazare a little bit. When when was the first time that you went to Nazare? And, you know, what was that... For you, what was that whole progression like getting into, into surfing out there?
0: Uh, I mean... Uh- First, time I must surf big. It, it was like I was on the beachy, and it was like twelve foot, fifteen foot, and I was with a seven o, and I was getting some sick bits left, and and the you know Nazare it was just it was one of those swells just, boom picking up, and it was like twelve, fifteen, and then and boom, 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 twenty, and I was like fuck, my board too short, I can't paddle this, and fuck, and there was no skis, nothing back then, there was no one, and I was like fuck should get a ski soon i will see and then yeah and then eventually season after yeah i got a ski with my partner at the time and we start towing and yeah
1: so there wasn't there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of people surfing at over 15 feet on the face at that at that no, time.
0: there was a few there, there was a lot like, two two guys to to with a portuguese team they were towing small Nazareth. Okay And then came Garrett and then Garrett start pushing and then we start going
1: as well at the same time. Uh, and then the first big day was awesome. So you were kind of there from the beginning from when they when they started yeah. really towing big big Nazare. Yeah yeah That's amazing man. What, what, what was that like kind of you know pioneering a spot so to speak? because that's that's pretty unique these days. you know you have Jeff Clark at Mavericks. Um, you know, that's a, that's a pretty unique, u- unique thing to do. in in surfing, not a lot of people, you know, pioneering or help helping pioneer a spot, obviously it was a team effort, right. With, with any yep. big waves, especially with the jet skis team sport. Right. It's like, um, you know, what was that like, for like pioneering a new wave was it? Can you explain that a little bit? I mean, from,
0: yeah, it's different from now, you know, back then we were surfing big, big waves like today. I mean I checked my photos from the start beginning of Nazareth and the waves I rode and they're as big as the waves are now and even bigger. I don't know. It's just like so crazy. At the time we didn't have all the equipment that we and knowledge we have these days, you know? All the training with the skis, all the gear and and um it's uh if you start today it's so much easier, so much you know. But then we look into that inside, it was like a dead, you know. You look at that Nazareth inside, it's fucking. And now we look like, oh, fuck. yeah, one more go, let's go, you know, it's different. Yeah. Things, the evolution was good, you know. That's the best part of the crowd and the, all the attention in Nazareth. It's that the knowledge and the, yeah, the equipment, everything that got so much better these days that makes, you know, everyone more safe.
1: Absolutely. When when you guys were starting out, was it just impact vests, or were you wearing vests at all? What was what was that? Fuck I, I had I had
0: one XXL that I didn't even use a vest. So no vest, just a wetsuit. Just a wetsuit. My first XXL. See, I
1: can't I can't even imagine I can't even imagine that because the only like I mean like you said it's it's progressed so much and you know I the only time I've been over there I wear a impact and an inflation so. I mean,
0: I didn't even know it's not something. Oh, I don't need, you know? Yeah. So I don't need. It's just like I, it. was what I what it was. You know what equipment I had, and I didn't
1: didn't even fucking knew it. We need that shit. So that's just so legendary, though, because it's like
0: no, I don't know. It's not. It's not. It's like fuck. It's like it was what it was. But nowadays, I look and I'm older, and I have way you know totally different perspective. And i if, if I see someone not using a vest that's like, "Fuck, you're arrogant, you know yeah you're out there with no you no know, safety gear, which is something that if you're out there, you already spend a lot of like money on the board and whatever if, and if you don't have a vest, it's like on a place like that, you know what I mean? Nowadays, but back in the day it was some fuck. it was what it was, you know
1: Well, I mean yeah, if you don't if you don't have the equipment. Or if you didn't have the equipment at the time, it was kind of, you know, you, you, you make do with what you have, right? Most of the people at the time, no one was using vests, you know,
0: but neither is, but not using it, not is more different because you need
1: more of that flotation, right? Yeah. Just especially on that inside with all that aerated water, yeah?
0: Yeah, with all that water and then you take like 10 waves in the head and then. It's not like, oh, get two big ones and then you're finished. No, you you know the place. You can get like 10 and then the reap takes you back out. And then, but yeah, I look, but I look, I have many ways of looking. And I, when I see kids, like, especially when, like, talking, for example, for cave, And same shit. Well, you know, I didn't use nothing for many years. Um, and yeah, I was like, when I look in, into my old, like, old sessions that go like, what a fucking dumb. But that was it. I wasn't like, oh, I'm not using this because I don't need, I'm too good or, you know, not because I was disrespectful. It's just, it was what it was at the time. Nowadays, if, like if people go out there and don't have, you know, don't take, I was like, I mean, you can touches that like part of being like stupid right? With all the knowledge and equipment that anyone can have. Because someone will save your ass. Someone will have to, like myself.
1: I had to. Is there a particular wipeout you had or wave you caught early on at Nazare where you started to understand really truly the power of that place? I know I've seen a couple crazy photos of you in front of a lighthouse, you know, getting blown through the rocks. Anything like... Is there a wave in particular, because you know, as, as I was talking about, we're going to pull up some of these these videos, and I know there's one in particular. I don't know if that's the one you want to talk about, but there's a photo of you like right in front of the lighthouse. Can you explain that a little bit? <laughs> what, what's that experience like, man?
0: What was that? Can
1: you explain
0: what, what do you want from life
1: on that one? <laughs> what's that shit like, man?
0: That was it, you know that was the, that was the moment, like that um, was fucked up. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, I um, was the biggest day I've been out there. for Sure, till today, yeah. And I've been, mean, you know, mostly all of But, but uh, no, I was one of those guys at the start of, I'm more, you know, me. I'm more a slab guy. I would like more barrels, you know. And I was more, always been more focused on barrels. And I always think my best wave of my life is gonna be a barrel. I'm not gonna go straight on the wave of my life. That that means it's not gonna be the wave of my life if I'm going straight, and and I used to call Nazare like most of the people at the time a fat burger, so I actually had a relationship with the wave. Like she was like, oh, okay, you call me a fat burger? Okay, well, we, here we go, try me now. And then I fuck. It was the most powerful, yeah, wave that ever. Fucking yeah, it was a lesson. Like oh, you respect me, you know. Nazare gave me that lesson like oh come here but respect me and at that time mostly when we tell we are towing further way outside than these days actually on the big days we're not we're not we're not doing like performing like today's you see the young guys like lucas and kai and you know they're, they're actually performing then back in the day we we're like surviving mm. you know and it and it was like I remember that day I had the big session before, which I couldn't, I didn't drop anyways. And the photos were, and every, the videos were shit. I was like on the shoulder of the shoulder and I got so pissed. I was like, what a fucking cook. Just shoulder on toe in. I was like, fuck, next, next one. Oh, fuck, I'm going to go fucking straight into the lighthouse, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and if you see the video, that's what happened. I went left, 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 and then go straight. And the, the leap actually hit me. The rest is fucking, I got five on the head. Underneath the rocks, eat the bottom outside. Big mama head, fucking. So that was the lesson Nazare told me. Hey, here you go. My name is Nazare. I'm the most powerful wave on the planet. And you respect me. And I'm not killing you today. Yeah. Because you can have another chance. You can have another day.
1: Yeah. So no more fat burger. No, no, no more fat burger. No, fuck that. Well and that wave's interesting, right? Because from, from a lot of the photos it does actually kinda look fat, but at, like when you're out there it's it's not a fat wave. I mean there's there's plenty of wa- there's plenty of waves that do kind of break fat, but then equally there's waves that go top to bottom, right? It's like There's some
0: giant slabs on those days. Some giant, right? Like I I tell you, I have a lot of like the wave I've seen at Nazareth that can be the wave of my life, it can be my last one. You know, the right, it's that the right, right end of the cliff, the right into the cliff, zero, that zero peak,
1: <laughs> zero
0: peak. So I'm fucking scared. Like, actually, since that day, I'm scared when I go right, it's like, fuck, I always been scared since till today, like not all the time, but most of the time when I go right, it's like, fuck, I'm, you know, it scares me still. It's like, give me, yeah, like, yeah, because I almost drowned on that one, talking that I almost drowned, yeah.
1: But that's a, a lot of the best waves out there are rights, son. Huh? That right, right. at, What would you call that? Like, like first or second peak? There, second peak going into the into the first peak. There's the, I th- the right. I wave think there. it's
0: that one. Just go to the to the rock, like ends
1: on the on the end pretty much on the rock. Yeah, is that that wave that that Kai got a few years ago that Lucas towed him into that big right in the contest? Is that is that the wave? or Is that one?
0: That's some. That's. But one? there's many like that. There's, there's many, many like that on many like that on big days many they just come in you have to be inside and t- you have to be towed. but from the inside not you you don't see them from outside those ones mm.
1: and so what is what is catching a wave like that take because obviously it's a very dangerous thing right what i mean it's it's basically like you need to get towed into it and picked up perfectly otherwise oh, otherwise away. you're dead on the rocks basically yeah i mean it's basically, very very dangerous yeah, you need to have that second rescue on the
0: on the rocks straight up. But it's someone will do it. It's probably Lucas. No, not Lucas, because he's goofy, but regular foot. I mean, I've never seen anyone. No, no one have ever barreled there. No, no. And I'm I don't I'm not sure if I want to be that guy. No, <laughs> you know, you don't want to go right into the rocks. Nah, no, I don't know. That's, fuck, there's some giant, you know, on those giant, there's some giant right-hand barrels there. They're, they're like, fuck, I look at them, as like, fuck, That's probably a but then, oh, probably it's done, you know. Eventually, someone will, someone will going to get that one for sure. And it's going to be crazy. A guy in the pit like that, it's going to be nuts, man. Absolutely, man.
1: So you're, so you're talking, you're talking about just recently about how, so you, you prefer the slabs really. Like you like, you like Nazare, but you, you prefer a barrel.
0: Uh, yeah, I rather a barrel, like open barrel where you can, you know, you can trust the, the, like, oh, you know, you see that it's open and, oh, okay, gonna,
1: yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: But everything is unique, you know, every wave has it, has it.
1: No, absolutely. And, and you guys have one of the, you know, the, the heaviest barrels, really, you know, from from what I've seen, both, you know, just with how hollow it is and also just how dangerous the slab of the cave is. Um,
0: oh, the cave's such an alleyway.
1: When, when did you start surfing the cave? Uh,
0: long ago. I was uh, probably 17, 18, okay. 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, 17 start, or 18. So pretty young, surfing already into those
0: big slabs. Yeah, I wasn't surf big. I was surfing like normal
1: cave, not not like today. Well, even normal cave as we've seen is it's just it's such an it's such an intense wave, you know. And it's even a normal day, normal.
0: I mean, when I, I tell you normal cave, it's like some some normal days a cave can come. It's special waves. One of those waves, like it can be like six foot, and then a ten square fucking like bomb comes, you know. You've seen it. You've been there, you know. Uh, there's many waves out there. How,
1: how did that sort of how did that sort of come about? Uh, uh, surfing the cave because I mean you're one of the first people to surf out there. Was it uh, were were there friends that showed you how to surf it, or did you follow? Were there some boogie boarders that surfed it? Like what what was the progression into surfing the cave? Like when was the, let's just talk about what was the first time you saw the cave or you even heard about the cave? Right. Did you know about it as a kid growing up, or was it something that like you found out about later?
0: No, there was these two bodyboard guys, Portuguese guys, my friends. That they, they start uh, surfing it, and that was it. They start, you know, they were the pioneers. And then I start surfing it, and uh, and then a few guys, a uh, few Portuguese guys, start doing it, and yeah, and then I start I start surfing it paddling for many years and then as i went into tow some big days and that was it long story many injuries and yeah but it's it's a unique barrel it's
1: a special one a hollow one very hollow so you, isn't so it so you talk you talk about injuries so so it doesn't come without a cost i mean you've can you oh
0: fuck knows i wish that wave was like bigger you know sometimes i look the fuck. i wish this wave was you know, like bullock Moor, for example, you know, or sheepies, or, and the cave is so, so dangerous for the size it gets, but it can get big sometimes, right? So you've been there once. I remember you were there on the big day. With yeah, I, you, me and Mikey. Yeah.
1: When you and Mikey were telling it pretty big. That, that was big. Was,
0: that was big, huh? That was, was big. I was big, like, oh, okay, okay, this is a big wave. Um yeah
1: was that was that day that 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 one wave i can remember back to was that was that one of the bigger tubes you've gotten out there or has there been no the w- has there been a one specific wave at the cave that you can really remember back to that was like whoa that was the best the best cave and it doesn't need to be the biggest maybe it was the most perfect I was, for sure
0: it was the scariest wave
1: yeah.
0: it was the scariest wave i've ever rode there eh? because because you know this thing of surfing it's all of emotions yeah and our uh, how is our connection with the wave at the moment? And I remember that was a big uh, that was a big wave. That was a big day after I broke my back. So I was not I was not like fully um, performing, or you know I was scared. I had scared. So it's all about emotions as well on the times you know, and your past and. It's not like, um, but probably, yeah, most scary wave I've rode at Cape. I wasn't even, I wasn't even in the barrel. It was white as well, but that's the thing.
1: But do you really want to be
0: deep on that barrel?
1: You know. <laughs> what, what, what was that? What was that ride like? Can you remember back to it? Or is it just one of those things where you kind of blacked out and then just like the wave was over? Yeah. Better like this, right? It was dark. Yeah. 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 Can you remember back to that wave, kind of like what, what was going through your head on that wave, or was it one of those things where you just like, you wrote it and it no, was it done?
0: Was, no, you know, Cave, when you start doing, because if you're throwing, you when you start doing the, the boils, when you start seeing the boils, like that's when you know, oh, fuck, that's going to be the one. And I remember a lot of water coming coming from the bottom, as Cave does. And I remember I took a six 6'2 quad, I put the quad set up, which is very wrong for that, you know, because the quad, once you put a line, that's the line and that's it. And, and yeah, it was massive. But it felt scary. It didn't felt like, oh, felt, you know, oh, you know. It had like, oh, pleasure. It was scary because of emotions of the time. I had broke my back before. I rode way heavier waves last season, way heavier like deep and ah, uh, but I was, I felt good. I was in a good, um, I was in a good emotional, uh, surfing, uh, flow. And on that time I was like trying to get back, you know, when you tried to get back, but you still fucked because she fucked you and you still, you know, approaching and that was it. You're in the biggest bomb ever. It came go Mikey. Ah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, that was a, That was a, that was a pretty special session, man.
0: Oh fuck! That watching was kind of the Mikey first time surf. I'd
1: actually seen that place do do what it does.
0: No, and watching Mikey surfing that wave, well, that was unbelievable as well. Yeah, how comfortable he is on those waves, you know. He's, yeah. The guy's from where he, where he's from, and has a, the school he has, and and he's a yeah, he's a lunatic, <laughs> which makes him so good on those
1: conditions, right? No, absolutely, man um how did how did how did you guys meet you and mikey brennan yeah
0: yeah met mikey from dylan dylan shapes dylan yeah
1: dylan longbottom
0: dylan longbottom we connect each other and we surf we surfed uh, in chibis together Mm. that was awesome watching yeah surfing that wave
1: Wow, when when did you go? When did you go over to to ship I went twice, 2018
0: and 2019. Mm. That was a sick, sick wave. Amazing, man. That's that's a wave like oh, I wouldn't mind having that wave in my backyard and not cave. Yeah, you know, oh, that's something because it's pretty much for me the best wave in the world.
1: Yeah,
0: in my eyes, it's like eyes. any barrel there. It's any barrel there is the biggest barrel anywhere. Especially those big days, it's dangerous. Well,
1: yeah. What's what's that wave like? I mean, I've just I've just kind of watched it, you know, in different videos, and obviously, obviously, it's a slab. So, like, what? How how is it kind of differentiate from the cave? You know, the cave I think is so dangerous because it's so shallow. Is it is it shallow like the cave, or is it like a little no. less shallow, more? You're not so worried about hitting the bottom. I
0: mean, it's more deep. It's it's more it's more deep. It's more water. It's more like in the ocean it's not like so on the cl- like reef like on the shore the reef is not as gnarly as cave as well um uh, no it's totally different but it's super heavy those barrels are giant uh, the step you have the step i always thought it was mo- only one step but there's two you know there's there's a time when you're in the barrel and then you have another step and then it's it's super um, yeah it's sick. That's why those guys there, they, they're, they're so good. Because, yeah, that wave takes a lot of game to be good at it, you know. A lot of practice. And um, technically, they need to be – they're all good surfers. They're all very skilled surfers, too.
1: Yeah. Is, there, is there a particular – I mean, when, when you were over there, did you get it pretty good? Was there a particular session you can remember back to that was like – the best, the best waves you gotten out there?
0: Oh yeah, I got one that was sick. Uh, was sick, man. It was like it was my first surf out there. It was like twelve foot. I mean, I remember it was very south, so it was hard, hard to battle in. But oh, I was with M- Marty and Mikey, and they were so comfortable. And so they were like, they were like doing double barrels. You know, they were both going on the same wave. And oh fuck, I was like, okay, this is nice. But it kind of the start. It kind of intimidates because there's a lot of water coming. You know, it comes like, but then it's all right. Has a good entry. Some now, but most of them they have a good entry.
1: Mm. Yeah. So meaning meaning good entry for for people that aren't familiar, like a like you're able to get in the wave and down the wave before it throws into a giant barrel. correct? Like oh fuck!
0: It has a it has a way better entry than the K, for mm. example way better and then you're in the giant pit large yeah
1: it's like something fuck i want to stay here <laughs> like, Fuck, no, i want to stay here and is it a is it a pretty quick barrel is it something that like you're in the barrel and then no, you're coming out or is there can you are there different ones you get a longer one
0: i thought it was a shorter wave than actually what it is it's way longer than it looks like mm. It's way longer than what it looks like. That's what I was telling you. It has like, I thought it was just one step and that was it. But it's not, it's like two steps. There's one and then once you're in the barrel, there's another step. So you got to be like,
1: yeah. So as you're you're kind of riding the wave, the step is kind of like, like how would you describe a step in a barrel, you know, for people that that don't surf too well? The step's kind of like just like a big, like a ledge, right? Like almost ollieing off a curb skateboarding. So you're in the barrel and the wave gurgles up, you jump off.
0: Yeah. yeah, same jump and then another. The the second is not a jump. It just, but it it
1: can be a jump if you're on the wrong spot. So, did you were you able to tow it when you were over there too, or was it mostly were you mostly paddling out there? I, I one morning I
0: did. It was sick. Mikey told me I went to the reef. and That was it. Finished. <laughs> one one and, one and done. One and done. That was sick. Go go straight done. to the rocks. Straight to the rocks. That's it. See?
1: <laughs> Crazy man. Crazy. No. That's so not. where? So where's home for you right now, Antonio? Lisbon. Lisbon. Yeah. Right on, man. Where? Where are you been? Same spot. Yeah, same spot. I'm in. I'm in Santa Cruz. Living here, doing yeah. doing my thing, running my 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 school here with the kids and and everything. So. Uh,
0: how, how is it going?
1: That's going? going good, man. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. Um, you know it's a learning process you know obviously running a business but still trying to chase swells. you know um but uh you're doing the
0: the school with adaptive surf as well no
1: i've seen so i help with yeah so i help with high fives a little bit high so five. high fives yeah it takes um athletes that have had kind of um you know bad injuries and such um you know whether that is, you know, snowboarders or skiers that have had really bad injuries and are, you know, paraplegics, quadriplegics. Um, and now High Fives is also helping with um, veterans too and, and uh, amputees as well. I'm probably not describing it as, as well as I can. But, yeah, High Fives is, a you know, an organization that, that helps people with adapt. We, we just went to Waco, Texas, actually. That was a few months ago. So oh, I that's there. the one I
0: saw, right? That was the one, so amazing
1: yeah really really good stuff man they they do a lot of really cool work definitely anyone out there that's listening check them out high fives foundation they're out of Truckee, california so i've been doing a little bit of that volunteering there and then yeah just running running my surf school and then running the surf school yeah and the the watermen you know just teaching kids about the water and and safety and and all that so what is what is it what is it you've been doing for work just for, for people out there, obviously, you know, as big wave surfers, you either have, you know, big sponsors and you're getting paid to travel the world, but the reality is a lot of us have to work too. Right. I mean, it's,
0: uh, reality is nine ninety ninety five 95% of us have, have to get some income. And I think that's, if you look in the long period of time, period, that's better. Cause that prepares you for the future, you know? 'Cause imagine the guys that just leave from sponsorship now and they're already in our age, for example. And then that shit's gonna finish one day, right?
1: Yeah, and it's good to have it's good to have something to kinda of fall back to, right? And have like a oh, have, for example, have, be able to make For example, I've been thinking like I
0: take people out to surf these special ways uh that we have here in Portugal. <laughs>
1: yeah, ways. So that's what you do, you you take people out like a like a surf coach or yeah. A, yeah, yeah, like a guy. surf guide surf, a surf guy. coach,
0: yeah. Awesome. And And I feel like that's that I feel it's 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 better this way. I feel like, a lot lot of times I feel like oh I should got that's before, not now. But before I was like oh fuck should I have why all these guys have these big sponsors and um, they don't surf as good as me or whatever and and they have these big companies and blah blah blah. Um my mentality these days is like fuck I'm so stoked that I don't have any big sponsor because I can can you know provide my family way better in the in the future you know because I have I have a job that I I I can do for longer and and that's more um, and the income from what I do it's amazing like I take people that traveled around the world and pay surf guys all around the world like like, uh, me and a lot of times they come to me like, fuck, thank you, that was the best surf day of my life. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah, best surf day of my life. Ah, it's sick, you know, at the same time, it's sick. Sometimes it's not as good. Sometimes it can be like, fuck, it's cold,
1: and there you are. And so you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta help people, and that's, and that's also a beautiful thing, right? Being able to yeah. share, share what you've learned over time.
0: Yeah, that's it. Share and give the advice on the coach, yeah do this, do that. And it's kinda cool. But sometimes, you know, people had different lives, you know, they they worked their ass or some of them, some not, but whatever they did with their lives till their forties and fifties and and now they they're into surfing. And that's it, you know. They could it's those type of clients that they could be, you know, doing different stuff, you know could be playing golf or, you know, being different sports. And they, they're coming to surfing these days that these people didn't surf back in the day, right? Yeah. No, absolutely no. Yeah. This market didn't exist back back in the day.
1: And so how did, how did you start to get involved? Was there, was it one of those things where you just got one, one person asked you for one client asked, and then it kind of worked on from there. Do you market yourself? Like how, how is it that you kind of started this business?
0: Man, it, it just, cause I, you know, I, I do the, the safety with the skis for the WSL events.
1: Okay. You do. So, so you, you help yeah. with the, with the WSL events. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's another thing I do. But so I start taking people surf and then one mouth to the other one. And then these secret spots, right? So I'm not really promoting crazy. So I don't want to be the guy ruining the lineups, you know? Yeah. I want to keep it like still okay. So make sure people have a good experience and don't make a McDonald's from this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's surfing, you know? Oh, we can make fast we can make surface fast food, like oh, like the kids these days, oh, let's go there airport promote more internet la 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 all it, it's all the time, people are not leaving. Yeah. so it's just cool I live I can give this experience from thirty years to these people mm. and I can see them they're they're like, oh, thank you, they're very grateful, and it's not cheap, you know, uh, it's not a cheap experience, mm. but they're still very grateful, so
1: yeah. Well, for, well for, for people out there, you know, that are, that are listening to this or whatever, what's, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Somebody would, you know, want that kind of experience or, you know, is it, is it better to reach out to your Instagram? Like, you know, how can, yeah, how can we help you? His- and-
0: yeah, by Instagram, just go on my Instagram and just message me and I'll take care of them while they're traveling to Portugal, Europe. I can organize the trips outside Portugal for different waves and, yeah, get the time of their lives. Put my experience on the, you know, on the road, you know, and make people happy.
1: That's what it's all about, man.
0: I think that's all about. We just get too much on the, on the fast food,
1: right? Yeah. Right.
0: Absolutely, man. Like these days, you see surfing; it's all fast food, and oh, like biggest or blah blah blahs, and and it's cool. We have these people that coming into surfing. That wants the experience from guys like us, like me, like you, like many guys around the world, like us. You know, we're not all surf stars. You know, some of us, you know, have a like a deep connection with the ocean that can be shared.
1: Well, and I think you know that's the you know we've talked about this in the past, but that's the sort of the issue when we start focusing all the attention on things like world records, right? Like the world record is the most important thing. You know, it's like. And so all of a sudden, everyone just wants to like, I gotta get the biggest, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest, and you kind of forget the other aspects of it, right? Like the the safety aspect, staying alive, stuff like that. What are what are your thoughts on that?
0: On the world record?
1: No, just the just the just the idea of just constantly constantly like pushing the envelope. Obviously, it's good for the sport to like constantly be yes. getting bigger, but. You know, as somebody yeah. who does safety for the WSL, somebody who's, I mean, you're very safety oriented. You know, I mean, you obviously ride some crazy waves, but you obviously want to come home and, and spend time with your family. So, no, but when I'm riding those waves, I'm a different guy when I'm working, you know? Yeah.
0: When I'm going on a mission with, with a crew, with like with the, with the guys that I, we're going on a mission, I want to do crazy stuff still, even that I'm parent now two kids to take care of but but when i'm working i'm very like different like and you gotta be
1: it's two, two different games you know but even but even when you're surfing big waves i feel like you you're very safety oriented i mean i know we we've but talked about this we've been. talked about this before right like you're not gonna just go what? out there and try to catch a world record wave at all costs right it's like safety safety comes no. first right it's like If you're not feeling it, you don't you don't do it. So I think that's important though. It's a good conversation to talk about, especially people like who are trying to get into big wave surfing, you know. It's really easy to just be like, I wanna do that, and I wanna tow into zero peak right and just you know, and then it's just it's not safe for anybody.
0: Yeah, just pick me up. Just yeah, maybe I'm not picking you up because there's no time. What are you gonna do after? No, no, it's totally I'm totally different guy. When I I feel a lot of like with experience you you'll get you know you get there it's with the experience of life and on big wave surfing and especially in a place so raw like Nazareth, you you change a lot your everything and yeah you need to be focused on everything on you you know on uh, on your team and it's um yeah you can you can be fucking around a lot there no shit happens so quick, so, but, uh, I don't know, man, it's the record conversation, like it, it, the record is out there, you know, a lot of records, I don't know who's the record uh, at the moment, there's still so many, on those 12 days, there's, there's, what, 10 giant waves.
1: Yeah, and it's so, it's so hard, how do you, how do you measure each one, and how do you, so. I think,
0: I think we, we, we shouldn't even be talking about records when, You have someone riding those waves like Lucas does, you know, Mm.
1: Um, with the performance he does, you know. So for you, that's you. You enjoy that aspect of the big waves—the performance, big turns. Oh, being able to drive the ski, having the full full package, right? I mean, that's why Lucas has been so amazing over the years. Is he can drive, he can tow, he can surf, he can everything. Yeah, he can
0: do Whatever, just um, but the way he does, you know. He surfs like eighty foot waves, like he's surfing a six foot wave. Uh, so, um, and deep and all the aspects of um, on a, he's on a different on a different level. And so the the record conversation, it's uh, I think they sh- yeah, I think the record should be from a guy performing like Lucas, and then less less. Less problems of people trying to kill themselves just to get a record. You know?
1: Well, it's been a joy talking, my friend. I'm glad glad we were able to get on here and, and chat a little bit about, about surfing. Is there is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap this thing up? How many followers I got? I mean you're probably gonna get at least like four. I mean you might you might get four. You might get five. Five? Maybe six.
0: Please make my life better jack
1: you never know bro
0: make my life better jack <laughs> make me make me happy make, Love it. make yeah. me happy What do you want to talk more
1: what do we talk what did well, you we'll, talk we'll stay about? and we'll talk a little bit more but if there's anything else you want to add just let me know yeah antonio silva thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast man i appreciate it take me brady yeah buddy i'll see thanks jack